Welcome to FOP Church Message of the Week. We pray you are challenged by the Word. For more information, please visit www.fhop.church. I am. Um... Like when God speaks, like anytime God speaks to you, like it demands a response. That's, I mean, that's how salvation works. None of us know, come to know Him. Unless the Father draws us. And we have to respond to His drawing. Like we... And that's, that's what this whole thing about Jesus. He's Savior, but He's also Lord. If He's Lord, if He's Master, then when He speaks, that means you respond. And that's, that's why I'm... Yeah, go ahead. That's, that's, I mean, that's what the works are. It's faith without response, right? Yeah. Is it, it's dead. It's not really anything. So, so God speaks, and then we respond, and that response, we call it works, right? That's exactly right on. And... And that's, golly, that's like so much why we talk about like having that abide time, that quiet time with the Lord every day. But some of us, we're getting into that abide time and we're just worshiping ourselves. And here's why I'm saying that. And I feel like I'm a little hot. I might, if I get loud at all, I'm afraid I'll kill everybody. Um, but so... I feel like sometimes we get in that quiet time, that abide time. Some of us are super faithful in it. And all we're doing is we're getting in there and we're worshiping ourselves. Because we're trying to see what in here is, is for us. Like what in here is about us. And so, like, we're, we're in here looking for ourselves. Like, from front to back, this is about Jesus. This whole thing is about Jesus. Like, all of it. And, and I'm saying it because I'm guilty of it, you know? Like, I get in here, I'm like, 
What, I can, what can I find for Drew today? If we find Jesus, that changes Drew. Like if I find Jesus, it changes Drew. If you find Jesus, it changes you. And, and then we, we get in here and we look for the works, right? We look for the, what do I need to do? Yeah, and, it, and it's putting the cart before the horse. And it's just simply like look for Jesus and what he's saying. Just look for the Lord. Like get in here and look for Jesus. And, um, and then just respond. And that's faith. Like I believe, and what is faith? It's, it's trust. It's, it's belief. It's trust. And, and how do you know someone believes something? Because they act on the thing that they say they believe, they trust in, right? I mean, And we see it all through Scripture. And and it just wrecked me as I was like, I'm hearing the word of the Lord and I'm I'm getting to something with this too. Because um, I'm hearing the word of the Lord and then like, just just for the sake of, just turn to John 2 real quick. And, and, and we'll just look at this real quick and then, and then we'll pray and, and I don't know, then you can go home or whatever, whatever you want to do. I don't know. Like, like the question isn't who are you? The question is who is Jesus? What have you done with Jesus? That, that's the whole point. It's not about how good or bad you are. It's about how much you've put your faith in who Jesus is. And so like you look in John 2 and, and they're at the wedding in Cana. And, and it's Jesus, and he's just hanging out at a wedding with his guys. And like his mom knew who he was. Like she knew who Jesus was. And so she's like, Jesus, take care of this wine problem, right? And, and um, not like some of our wine problems over the years. Um, substance abuse is it good guys but uh it's not about you it's about who jesus is it and so like she's like she knew who jesus was and so she could tell these guys listen to him like do whatever he tells you because she knew who he was even if she didn't maybe fully understand i don't know maybe she did um i don't know some people that song Mary Did You Know, it drives them crazy because they're like, she knew. And they're like, but did she fully know? I don't know. That's the song. Um, but I think she knew. I think she knew who Jesus was, at least here enough to take care of this. Like she knew who Jesus was. And then like you, you skip over to John chapter three and here's Nicodemus, this religious leader, and he's coming to Jesus. He's sneaking to Jesus at night. Because he wants to know who is Jesus. And that's where we get like Jesus explaining like, like um, verse 13, no one has ascended into heaven. 
except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. Like Jesus is telling who he is. He goes, as Moses lifted up the servant in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, right? He's talking about the cross. And he said that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. Whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son in the world to condemn it, but in order that the world might be saved through him. And, and he talks about himself being the light. Like, it's Jesus. Like, he's telling him, who, this is who I am. Who is Jesus? And then you see, here's in, in verse 22 on, the rest of the chapter, like, here's John. And John is losing disciples to Jesus. And instead of John getting all, you know, hurt because his ministry is shrinking, he says in verse 28, I am not the Christ, but you've, but I have been sent before him, the one who has excuse me, the one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease because I know who Jesus is, right? And like, like shouldn't that be the cry of all of our hearts? Like, like let Drew decrease so Jesus can increase. Um, and I'll probably end up talking about this again next week when I get back into the message on the mountain, but like we have this, this whole thing, like we want our ministries to be like famous and well-known, even in our own community, you know, and, and, and all these people who are just like, like I want you know, I want everyone to know, like, we want to be the Stephen Furtick's of the world, you know, like, I want everyone to know my ministry and how great and powerful it is, and, and, uh, and I was listening to Francis Chan, which, dude, that guy, you know, super humble, super humble dude, and, uh, and he was, he was talking along these lines, and it's the essence of what he's saying is, you know, here, this is almost like an American thing. Like, let me get famous by talking about Jesus. Like, can you think about, like, let me get famous by letting you talk about Jesus and, and, and let me talk about Jesus. And, like, how, what if we let Jesus get famous by me talking about Jesus? And, and the reality is, and he was talking about, uh, like, in China, which, which I was talking about earlier today, but, like, in China where, like, the church has to move underground. Like today in China, there's people that if they had a service like this would get arrested and thrown into jail. Like we have brothers and sisters and that's their, that's their existence. These, these aren't stories that we just see on the internet or whatever. These, these are our brothers and sisters in Christ living in the world today. These are moms and dads and sons and daughters, right? And, and um, we define success as how well known we can be in proclaiming Jesus but actually there, you're more successful if you're not well-known. Like, how hidden can you be? 
and still get Jesus out to the masses. Because if you get well known there, you're going to jail. Like I can be more effective for Christ if no one ever knows my name. If I can just sneak in and tell you about my Savior and my Lord, and then I can just retreat because it's not about me. It's about who is Jesus. And then we see in John chapter 4, um, I, oh gosh. It's the woman of Samaria, and we know Jesus wasn't even supposed to be talking to her for a lot of cultural reasons. And, and uh, in verse 7, he tells her, give me a drink. And she's like, how is it that you, a Jew, she thought she knew who he was. You're a Jew. You're just some Jew, right? Uh, can ask me for a drink, a woman of Samaria. Um, for the Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. In verse 10, and Jesus answered, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Like we, we approach our abide time all wrong because we think it's about us. Finding us. I need to find myself in this scripture. I need to find myself in this Bible story. And that's why there's those men that say, you know, we read the story of David and Goliath and we're David. Right? Because we read ourselves into that. And, and you've heard me talk about it. Yeah, you're David. Fine. Like, you are. But you're also not. It's not about you. Like, none of this is about you. It's not about me. It's, it's all just, just Jesus. And, like, y'all, I just want to see him. I just want to know him. I want to know him more today than I knew him yesterday. And, and if, if as a leader I could just put that on all, all of us and, and I look around the room, there's not a lot of us here today. Like we're missing a lot of our, our friends today. Um, they're with spending time with family. But as your leader, if I could put something into all of our hearts, into the culture of this church, like of all the things that are important, there's so many things that we hold as values of this church, but the thing that we value the most is the pursuit of Jesus. Like, I have to know him. And how could anything else in our lives take priority over knowing Jesus? How could any job take priority over knowing Jesus? How could any hobby take priority over knowing him? And I'm not talking like, like church attendance or small group attendance or I'm not talking about stuff and all that stuff is great obviously we believe that all that I'm talking about knowing Jesus knowing him how, how could the hours we spend on our phone or playing our games or or watching our TVs or or even y'all how could even having family time be more important than knowing Jesus when Jesus himself said, if you don't hate your father and mother and your sister and brother, you're not worthy of me. And yet we'll sacrifice our time with Jesus to spend time with our kids and our kids become idols in our lives. Now oh, you should love your kids. You know, we should spend time with your kids. But some of us sacrifice knowing Jesus. If you know Jesus, your relationship with your kids will be much greater. 
If you know Jesus, your relationship with your spouse will be better. Like, like everything else at the expense of knowing Jesus. He's God. God reveals Himself to us. God's trying to speak to us. He's trying to speak to us this morning, right? From the man of God who comes and is declaring there's a battle going on. Like, like why? Because the enemy doesn't want us to know Jesus. He doesn't want our community to know Jesus. He doesn't want our church to proclaim the message of Jesus that God revealed Himself. And that he becomes a man and shows up like like here I am and, and uh, I uh, I went and saw um, the Jesus play up at in Branson and uh, um, walked in I'll be honest musicals aren't really my thing uh, I don't know why maybe it's because I'm a dude I know I know there's some dudes that are in the musicals and stuff. Um, I just knew if I saw Jesus dancing around singing, I was going to have a problem. It's like this, this is not going to be good. <laughs> so I was skeptical. And uh, as I'm walking in, and I'm like, you know, it's just a play. And uh, it's a bit like watching The Chosen. It's just a bunch of actors. But like, you're watching these people portray Jesus. And you see in like, it's not just some man who did good things. This is God in the flesh who's come and revealed himself to us. And not just that he lived a sinless life, but he was showing us like that we could, like, he's our example, right? And, and, uh, Man, knowing that when Jesus walks into a situation, the situation changes. And then Jesus is like, and here's my Holy Spirit, Drew. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Like lives inside me. Not so people can know Drew, but so people can know Jesus. I don't know if you can fill in the blank there, guys. I didn't know if what you caught on to what I'm talking about this morning. Um. Uh, which is not what I planned on talking about this morning. Uh, I meant to talk about freedom because it's the 4th of July. Um, there you go. Uh, and, and I look around this room. And I'm like, I mean, you guys are my favorite people in the world. Um, and I, I think in all of you, as I'm saying it, there's just a yes in your spirit, right? Like, yeah, I want to know Jesus. Um, I, This isn't like a rebuke of us at all, but I guess a reminder to even me, right, that, that Jesus is the most important thing. Um, and what I would say is, is like next time you approach your scriptures, next time 
you walk into your abide time to, to read and to pray. Like, excuse me. Don't approach it for yourself. Approach it for knowing Him. It's not for you. I mean, it is, right? It's for you. That's why you're doing it, right? But it's not for you at all. It's for knowing Him. And like, like you wake up in the morning and you're tired and it's like you don't even want to be awake. And you're like, you grab your coffee or your energy drink, whatever your thing is, and uh, you open your Bible just to be faithful, and then you just just pray, like, Jesus, I need to know you. Like, I need to know you. And, it, and the more I know him, the more I become like him. And then as I'm out doing the things, like, people are meeting Jesus every time they meet me. And, and uh, how audacious to say that every time people meet me, they're meeting Jesus. But man, I, I've, I've watched you guys. I've met you guys. And, and that's Jesus. Like, I'm so thankful that you guys are in my life because when I, I talk to you, I'm, I'm talking to the image of God, right? Like we're created in the image of God. And, and to remember that about one another. And so, like backing up, that the word demands a response. I guess it doesn't demand it. I guess it's a choice, right? Um, I say demands because choosing to not respond to the word of the Lord is a choice. I'll say that part again. If you choose to not respond to the word of the Lord, you've made a choice to not put faith in it, to not walk it out. That's a choice. You're like, well, I'm just going to do nothing with that. Well, you've made a choice. And, and so God speaks and we respond. And that's faith and that's trust. Like Ken was saying. And so here's, here's this word of the Lord which is coming to us from Isaiah 61. It says, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on us. Forerunner house of prayer. Like, 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 look around the room at each other real quick in a real awkward fashion. You can make a face at everyone if you want. But like, like, um, like these funny-looking people in this room, right? Um, me being the chief of the funny-looking people. Um, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us because He's anointing us to preach the good news, right? Well, I love you skip down in keeping with my attempt at uh, the freedom. Is it, it's, yeah. It says to bring freedom to the captives, right? That's part of our good news message is there's freedom for you today. There's freedom for you, not because of me, but because of Jesus. And, uh, um, and, And you can look out through, just look back through history. And freedom is something that, that people often have to fight for. I don't understand why. I think the enemy hates freedom. Not, not just spiritual freedom, but just 
like you look back through all of history, freedom is a violent, bloody thing. Um, the scripture tells the kingdom of God suffers violence, right? Um, but spiritually, spiritually freedom can be a, a spiritually violent thing sometimes. And, and I do think we have to pray. I think that's one of the responses to the word, right? Is that we have to pray. We have to war in the spirit. Um, and, and we have to respond to the word of the Lord. And I'm excited about what God's doing in the church. And, um, and, and when, when we see like FHOP Church, um, y'all, I mean, you can call it dumb or whatever, but like that word church down there, Graphically, it looked a little better with the lowercase c, but but when we put it in there, we chose the uppercase c on purpose because it's not just f hop. Like we don't think we're the church. We believe we're part of the church, the universal church. We have brothers and sisters all over this community. We have brothers and sisters all over this nation, all over throughout this world, and we get to be a part of that. We get to be a part of what God's doing in the world, right? We're a part of the church. And, uh, and so God speaks to us, and now we get to respond. And so my question to you is, how do you respond, right? What is God speaking to you? And that's, that's what uh, my friend David always says to me all the time as he's discipling me. I'm just like, sometimes I call him, I'm freaking out about, guys, I freak out about stupid stuff sometimes. You would be, you, you guys... Does everyone in here have that friend they call when they're feeling a little stupid? Anybody? I hope you all do. It, it's it's called walking with a, yeah. Um, it's called walking with a brother and sister in Christ. You should have that person that holds you accountable and helps walk with you. And sometimes I call them with stupid stuff, and and you guys would laugh at some of the stuff we talk about. Um, I'm not going to tell you today, um, or probably ever, but <laughs> um, but. Um, Jamie, Jamie knows some of it. Uh, she doesn't know all of it, um, but, um, but, like the thing he tells me all the time is just simply this: sit with the Lord, and then do the next thing. And I know he's going to tell it to me every time I call him, right? And we'll talk through stuff, but then the, it always comes down to sit with the Lord, like go listen for the voice of the Lord, because, because I can hear the voice of the Lord, right? You can hear the voice of the Lord, and the enemy will cause you to question that part. He'll get you to question that you can hear the voice. You can hear the voice of the Lord. Every person in this room can hear the voice of the Lord. And the enemy will try to tell you you can't, or that wasn't God, or that was just you, or the pizza you ate last night. You can hear the voice of the Lord. You sit with the Lord, you hear his voice, and then you walk out obedience to whatever he tells you. You sit with the Lord and then do the next thing. It's that easy. It's not always that easy, all right? And I, I'm hearing the Lord speak to us, and he's saying, I'm going to take you into a new season, right? I'm, I'm walking, and there's going to be spiritual warfare. But things are going to look different on the other side. And we could just say, okay, and just sit 
or we can respond. And what does response look like? And I, I, I believe with all my heart that revival doesn't start in a church. Revival starts in a heart. And so my question for you then, I really like that amen, by the way. It's super encouraging. Like, yes! That makes me like, as a leader, I'm like, okay, we got this. All right, that's, that's, we, don't have to, we don't have to teach that class. We all are saying yes to it, right? Uh, so if revival starts in the heart, right, we all have a yes in our spirit to that. My question is, what are you going to do? How do you respond to that word, right, over the next week, right? And it's not something you have to work out like, okay, now I've got to get revival going in my heart. You're like, I'm going to work real hard. You ever try to start a fire without matches or anything? Stinking, you've seen it on movies, right? It's stinking impossible. It, it's not that hard, guys, for a revival to catch fire in your heart. Just sit with the Lord and walk out obedience to whatever he tells you in that moment. And so we all have this yes in our spirit, that yes, revival starts in our heart. Then let me go ahead and as, as, a, as a leader in this place, give you permission to let revival start in your heart. Maybe even this afternoon. Maybe in the morning when you get up and look, start looking for Jesus right like let me give you permission for revival to start in your heart and then and then spread to your home and and your family and your and your the people close to you might criticize you for it. like oh now you're going to be super spiritual oh now now you want to start praying for our family all the time like that's the enemy even if they're a godly person even godly people can sometimes say ungodly things, right? They're not your enemy. That person's not your enemy. We wrestle against, not against flesh and blood, right? That person's not your enemy that's pushing back like, hey, y'all, I want us to pray together today. And, and they might be like, no. Okay. You guys, it can be awkward sometimes to start pushing and raising the spiritual climate of your home. It can feel awkward. I'm asking you to do it, right? Not to try to, not because you're trying to do anything, but you're just responding to whatever God's speaking to your heart. And then, and then as God moves in your heart and your home, like, like bring it back to us and let God move in us. And, and, uh, man, I'm like, I'm on a tear right now. I'm trying to lead someone to Jesus. And, and I've been talking to people and I'm striking out right and left. And, uh, and that could be super discouraging, right? And the Holy Spirit's like, dude, not discouraging at all. You're trying to lead people to Jesus. And for like a long time, you weren't trying to do that as an individual, right? Um, like you're actually trying to talk to people about me. And I'm failing over and over again. Like people are like, oh, you know how people get, right? But uh, man, the win is that the message of Jesus is going forth. And so like, like, like that's something that's happening and I'm excited and, and, um, and, uh, and, and I just, I want us to be people who respond to knowing who Jesus is. And, and I know we are, and we're excited for that. And, uh, man, Jesus is so good. Um, He's so good, and he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He never lets us down, and um, and I'm I'm 
I'm going to throw this out here. And this, this is just me responding like, I'm even going to go out and say this is not me responding as a pastor of this place. This is just me responding as Drew. Okay? Um, and it just so happens, that, I mean, I'm also, but but just hear me out. I, In my heart, like, so I'm saying yes. And like, God, I want to give you opportunity to move and speak and do. And so like, I like I feel like for me that like this Saturday I think is like July tenth. And I don't know if I have anything going on that day or not. Maybe I need to rearrange it if I do. Coming in here at seven PM that Saturday night and just praying. And and I just invite you guys to come. A- and it's not an official church thing. If you don't come, that's that's not that's not the thing to see who comes and doesn't come. I'm just saying if I'm here by myself, I feel like that's what God's speaking for me to do is to come Saturday at seven and pray here. Right. And and seek the Lord. And and I invite you guys to come with me if you want. But you have to do what God tells you to do. Right. This isn't a thing. And and I don't want it to be like, oh, great. Now he's scheduling prayer meetings. (sighs) It's not about that. Um, I'm just I just keep hearing the Lord like I feel like he's trying to do something. And if I don't respond, then I'm guilty of not having faith in what he's trying to do. And I don't think just having a prayer meeting this next Saturday night is is enough. I just know it's the next thing, right? Sit with the Lord and do the next thing. And that's all I know. I know this week I'll keep trying to bring people to Jesus, and Saturday I'll come and pray here. That's all I know. And Sunday I'll come and and we'll we'll worship the Lord, and I'll have a really much better put together sermon all right um for you guys you can be like you know invite your friends and stuff because we we want people to know about jesus um but this is where i'm at um this is where i'm at and so if you wouldn't mind just standing with me for a second and i'll just be done and i'm Yeah, right. You get I hope I've communicated my heart to just our our small group here today and uh um I I would ask you just like if you wouldn't mind just put your hand on the shoulder next person close to you or you know whatever. I like doing this because I think it's really good. I think it's powerful when we pray for one another. And and would you mind just praying that Jesus would reveal Himself to the them over the next week, and uh, and then then we'll dismiss and we'll go home. And as we go, that people would come to know Jesus as Savior, Lord. Jesus, we come before you in your mighty name. And we thank you for the work you did on the cross. Lord, that we wouldn't even know what freedom is. Like true freedom inside of us without the work you did on that cross. 
And God, I just pray, Lord God, that you would, you would send a revival to our hearts. God, each person sitting in this room, each hand that we, we are laying hands on, God, each person, that you would just send a revival to their heart. Lord, that you would reveal yourself to us in a greater way. God, that we wouldn't hold back anything any longer. Lord Jesus, that you would awaken our hearts. God, and we're thankful. We're thankful that, Lord, that, that seasons don't last forever. And we're thankful that we're moving from a season that was hard and from a season where, where Lord Jesus, we were, in, we were in struggle. We thank you that we're moving into a season Lord God, where many will come to know you as Savior and Lord. And God, I just pray right now for an empowering of the Holy Spirit. God, that you would just fill us with your Holy Spirit again. That you just move in us again, Father. Lord Jesus, that a fire of God would sweep through us. Lord Jesus, to make the name of Jesus famous in our community. God, give us divine dreams. God, give us divine plans. Lord God, help us to be wild and strategic all at the same time father and jesus more than anything that through it all that you would just reveal yourself to us again and again over and over and over and over and it's in the mighty mighty name of jesus i pray amen Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information, including service times, contact information, and online giving, please visit www.fhop.church.